You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wardenberg's got it. Three seconds. More. Miller! And Miami wins it! You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday. One hour from now, Ed Egros joins us to talk college hoops this weekend as we head towards March Madness Selection Sunday coming up two days from now. We will dive into some baseball futures in our final hour today as baseball is back. We'll get some free agent stuff going this weekend. Spring training is starting, but let's start here with some games today. ACC, yesterday, uh, Miami wins on the buzzer beater against BC. Joe, you've been on on Miami thinking there's a there's a shot here. They do something. Well, they get, they get their chance today taking on Duke. Duke, what a weird game yesterday. They, they're down big in that game to Syracuse. I'm like, oh, are we going to do this again with Bayheim in March? Out of nowhere, Syracuse is going to make some sort of run. But then it corrected itself. Duke got itself together. And won that game. Um, but the number is interesting today. Duke will will play Miami today. It's a nine-point number. Feels big. Miami won in Duke this year. They they did. But and that's part of the reason that I that I took a look at Miami uh 14 to 1 before the tournament started. I know that's that began to drop you before yesterday's win. And Miami, very lucky to escape Boston College. BC almost had that thing in regulation when they when they threw up that uh, that bomb at the very end, and right. they got that layup just ahead of the buzzer in OT. Now, in that uh, Miami win, it was at Duke, so that that is always going to be impressive. One of the things that happened was um, the turnover discrepancy, 17-5, to five, and it was still a two-point game. Wendell Moore had six turnovers in that game. Duke was 17. Miami only with five. So that's something to keep an eye on. Miami doesn't turn the ball over in general on offense. So maybe they can keep that number down, but that Duke number is 17, quite alarming. Um, Offensively, turnover percentage for Miami, they're number eight in the country. And defensively, Duke does not turn the ball over. They're like barely in the the top 300. Right. So I'm just hoping they can make a game of it. This is back-to-back games now. We've seen uh, we saw the North Carolina game, and many expected a bounce back yesterday. Number got up to 15, 16 range. It closed there. Duke never had a chance of covering against Q's. So are, are we just going to keep waiting for Duke to, to just come out and hammer some teams because we know they have that strong offense? Maybe we're going to be waiting as their season ends, and and that isn't this Duke squad right now. Yeah, Aaron, I, I think the Miami side is the right side of this game. It's a lot of points. 
Yeah, I like that one too. I was looking at this Indiana Illinois game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> ah, this is a tough one. Uh, apparently, uh, Sharps uh, thought it, it, the line was a bit too low and steamed Illinois up from three and a half to minus five. What is it at now? It is six. Uh, minus it is six. six. Yeah, Illinois is so, a six point uh, favorite right now. Do we take a look at Indiana now that it went from no. three and a half? Six? I'm not. No. Okay. I'm not. They were they shot fifty three percent on threes yesterday. So I mean that's yeah. probably not gonna happen again. I mean there are situations where you have that team get hot over a few days in the same venue. Right. Um, that's certainly possible. Ken Palm has this as a four point game. It's been steamed up to six. In the regular season, Illinois won seventy four to fifty seven. Um I just really I it sounds like everybody's all in on uh, on the Illinois side, right? On the show, yeah. I mean, I, I wish I took yeah. it earlier at, at a better number, but I, if I'm going to take a side, I would take Illinois. Do we think it rises right. any more? We're probably we probably tapped out here, right? An hour and a I half mean, before tip. Well, wow. So it's all right. Price. Let me uh, let me get your thoughts on this. Friend of the show, Ian McDonald, ha- had this uh, crazy number. And it relates to teams coming off the double buy. So Big Ten matters, Illinois, Rutgers, Wisconsin, Purdue, SEC, right? Those teams haven't played yep. yet coming off the double yep. buy. You've got Arkansas, Auburn, Tennessee, Kentucky. Okay. Uh, Power six conferences, including the Big East. Since 2017, teams seeded five and up that have played at least one game Cover the spread against those one through four teams, those double buy teams, seventy percent of the time. Wow! So, so what's dogs. happening here? Is the number getting inflated because we were unimpressed, or they wanted a buzzer beater, or they we were like, oh, well, they had to play yesterday, they had to play again today. Like, wh- why? Team is that's it rested. Yeah, three games in three days. There's that angle that people talk about versus the rest of the team. Okay, they're so much better. They're going to come out and they're going to pummel this team. Versus a versus a squad that's that's used to the venue, uh, you know. The venue's a dealing big, with I think this, the venue is interesting. Yeah, yeah. We had, we had Jimmy Patos on yesterday. He mentioned um, the the venue of these tournaments. Right, it, it could take you a half or a game, or whatever it takes. Right, to just feel the, the lights in the building. That that's always. There's no other sport like that. Or like mm-hmm. you know, you might have the quirks of a baseball stadium the and backdrop. home field advantage in football, but, but like it's the same thing, right? Like a backdrop mm-hmm. in baseball is nice, but it matters with shooting and basketball more than anything, like where the lights are and the backdrop. That's interesting. So we're kind of inflating these numbers on days like today. So, so like clarification, closing yeah. number or opening number? Because obviously Illinois opened at like minus four and they're up to six and a half. Or did he not? Well, a- anybody that tracks any numbers I know of use a closing. Okay. That's closing, what I closing means so much more. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So that's usually what's tracked. So I, I'm going to make that assumption that uh, we're talking about tracking the closing number. So that would be in the Big Ten. We're talking about them right now. Uh, that would be Indiana, Rutgers. No, Iowa. I almost said Rutgers because you would think right. Iowa would get the five, but they played yesterday. Sort of demolished Northwestern. Oh, man, that was too easy. Put up 112 on them. Peaches and cream. Uh, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Iowa, Michigan State, Penn State, sizable dogs. The Michigan State one's only two and a half, but the other ones we're talking five, six, eight and a half range. 
Uh, do we like any of these dogs in the Big Ten? I mean, I'm surprised Penn State even got through their game. Third game in three days. Here we go. I know. Yeah. What's the number on Penn State Purdue? I saw eight and a half. Um, Ken Palm has it's up to eight. ten. It's up to ten. Good. Now we might be getting to this level of it's Lord. overinflated. Ten. ten points. Yep. Yeah. Now you've got uh, regular season Purdue won, but they did not win by ten. It was seventy-four to sixty-seven. That was their only meeting of the season. I will Ken say Palm real had an eight-point game. Go ahead. Our guy Ed Fang just tweeted out about an hour ago. Indiana emotional come from behind win against Michigan yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they should get dumped by a talented Illinois team, right? Markets suggest a one in three chance they pull off the upset in this as well. Ooh. I do I, like a lot of these underdogs. I That's the way we, we go today? We got waxed by a couple of big dogs yesterday. I know we did. Iowa State I know we did. And, and, uh, I, yeah, and I talked about Oklahoma, too, and I didn't pull the trigger. I was really mad at myself on that one. Yes, we did. That has nothing to do with today, though. Um, True. Michigan State-Wisconsin, they split this year. The, the Iowa-Rutgers game, when they played in the regular season, throw that out. Iowa scored 112 yesterday, and we know they're top four, top five offense in the country. Against Rutgers, that was a 48 to 46 game. Don't even look at that. Both teams were just horrendous. That was ridiculous. Uh, but Keegan Murray, just ridiculous again. Um, 26 points. They put up 64 in the first half against Northwestern yesterday. Going to be hard to match that. So you, you know that that line's probably going to continue to rise, right? Even though Rutgers is coming mm-hmm. off some, some rest here. Oh, it definitely will rise. Yeah. Yeah, seven. Seven's the number I'm seeing right now. Um, boy, the Rutgers, it's it's so interesting. Like, think about that for a second, the Rutgers part, right? You, you, you mentioned the whole thing, Joe, with the buys. Mm-hmm. They get a double buy. They are a seven-point dog in their first game. I mean, this has to be one of the most unique it's situations nuts. we've ever had in a conference tournament. A team that got a double bye, we're not even sure they're in the tournament, right? They're a, they're a bubble team that has a double bye. And their first game off a double bye, they're seven-point dogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I bet if we went through the college basketball tournaments every year, we would struggle to find teams like this. And, and they're so hard to figure out because they, they can beat the top teams. They can beat these top four teams, with any right. of them, uh, coming off the double bye in the conference. I mean, not that they're in that situation. Sorry, but I'm just talking about the other three that are ahead of them. They can beat any of them, but then they lose to terrible teams too. So you just don't know what's going to happen, which which kind of makes it a tricky spot. They're saying as far as Wisconsin goes, everything's fine with Johnny Davis. Plans to play, but is he 100%? We have no idea. No idea. Well, that's... Gonna stay away from that game because we don't know. I mean, that that's a hard one to peg if we don't know. I mean, that's the shortest one. Uh, so Wisconsin coming off the uh, embarrassing loss against Nebraska, right over the weekend when they could have uh, had the Big Ten title all to themselves, they split in the regular season. So the the line of two and a half, I guess, I guess it makes sense because of that. I mean, flat out, we know Wisconsin's a better team, but there are some other things going on here. We didn't touch on uh, 
we, we kind of jumped from the ACC to the Big Ten to go back to the ACC. Virginia Tech yep. and North Carolina's interesting game today. I, I saw two. I saw two and a half. Um, was the highest half, I yeah. saw. What do you? What do you? What do you guys say? Like Carolina. Here? Okay. I was expecting the number to be higher. I was looking for a Virginia Tech spot. I don't know if this is it. Yeah. Not 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 much of a contest last night. North Carolina in Virginia, they swept Vatech. The Tar Heels did in the regular season. They won by ten. They won by eight. They've now won eight of their last nine. Tar Heels are playing well, uh, so you can uh, you can understand why it's it's inflated a little bit. Third game, three days for Virginia Tech, Clemson, Notre Dame. So. Nice win yesterday for them. And, man, did they put up some points. Was it 87? Yeah. That could be right. never in doubt. This Carolina team is, never. Is, is getting way better as the season goes on. Like They are a different team than they were six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So those That's two the, – uh, the two ACC matchups, uh, is there one of those? Miami Duke, Virginia Tech, North Carolina, one of those that we like? I like Miami in the points. I do too, but I'm already invested with the conference. But yeah. yeah, I might still take them getting. Are we still at eight and a half? I saw I we're a nine. nine. We're at nine. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, it's nine. <laughs> it is nine points. Again, they won in Duke. Like, this isn't yeah. like, oh, they played I mean, with it them. It was a crazy game. Yeah. Yeah. But they obviously can play with them. If they could beat them on their on their home court, they could play with them. Just a lot of points. Now, okay, Miami's 10-1. to 1. They're the long shot because they've got Duke. Duke is minus 170 to win the conference tournament. The way they've played, minus 170. Uh, they it didn't look just, like it yesterday. They didn't look like what? it yesterday down to, to Bayheim. Who is betting that? That's crazy. No. Minus 170. It, oh, you beat Syracuse like you were expected to, and you didn't cover the point spread. Now you're minus 170. And, no. oh, God, you just want to make your stomach turn. You know, Buddy sitting there on the sideline. Another Bayheim lights buddy. it up. I'm like, can I throw another one out? I, I wanted Duke to lose, but I also didn't want Syracuse to win. Oh, no, I know. Very That's why I felt the same way. I was, I was actually rooting for Duke. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> yes. So, Go ahead, Aaron. I, I really want to take Creighton plus the points. Big East semifinals. We all know Providence plays close games. Providence beat Creighton 72-51 back on February 26. I may end up staying away. I had Creighton plus three and then cashed it out right away because I felt like maybe it was an impulsive decision and they're going to get demolished. But I I don't know. Providence is just a – we talk about their luck. They play these close games. But this is – I don't know. Is this a stay away? What are you guys feeling on this one? Providence always plays close. Even yet, like they weren't supposed to yesterday. We're like, well, maybe this is, maybe they're fine in this one. No, pretty close. Yes, again. But they win. This is the story of Providence. They play close. They make you feel like you shouldn't bet on them, and they win. Aaron, Providence. I wish we went back in the beginning of the year and you made Providence your money line team. You'd be hitting almost every night. They almost win every game. They never cover. So sad. I should have. Okay, so. Yeah, go ahead. I just say real quick, we got like sixty seconds left. Which of these eight nines would you prefer to not face them? Like, who's the scariest in the second round for a number one? Murray State, Memphis, North Carolina, 
or I guess San Diego State really has those three. UNC, Ooh. Murray State, Memphis, who do not want to face as a one seed. UNC Memphis. or Memphis. Memphis, Memphis. Is the, has the most talent, but UNC seems to be playing the best basketball, just like they've got it buttoned up now. But I did Great. consider Murray State there. They're what, they're 30 and two? Yeah. <laughs> they're having an incredible year. Joe O, Joe G here in Oxford, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. We'll dive into today's games in the Big 12 and the SEC tournament next on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gilio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.